You're listening to Renegade Broadcasting. Everybody, here we are, February 9th. Sorry about yesterday. Uh, <clears throat> I, I forgot to announce last week that I probably wasn't going to be doing a show last night, and sure enough, uh, that was the case. Uh, you know, with um, my girlfriend's mother's funeral, and then the family uh, was up here visiting, you know, so I wasn't able to do a show yesterday. But anyway, back up and running tonight. Um, uh, let's see, a couple announcements. Um, well, as always, uh, COVID19propaganda.com, guys. I hope you're still going there and, uh, uh, you know, getting the, the pamphlets and, and sending them out. We might actually have one available just for the COVID vaccine, not instead of, you know, vaccines in general, uh, because there's so much crap now that's coming out with this damn vaccine. Uh, I, I, you know, I think we should target more for the for this vaccine, uh, so many horrible, horrible. Uh, aside from you know the deaths, as of Friday, guys, according to the CDC, and you know damn well that they're, you know, dumbing the numbers down. But even according to the CDC, there's been 501 deaths and over 10,000 severe adverse reactions just in this country since uh, mid-December, not even two months. In less than two months, uh, again, 501 deaths and over 10,000 serious adverse side effects. And that's just uh, the preliminary results. Wait until, you know, several months from now and even several years from now, because a lot of times the adverse effects, adverse effects don't show up until years later, months and or years later. So as time goes on, those numbers are going to go up, not only because it takes time, a lot of times for the, you know, for the stuff to kick in, but also because many more people, unfortunately, are going to get immunized in the coming months and, and, you know, weeks and months. So naturally, the numbers are going to go up just on that basis alone. 
Oh, my God, man, when I think of it. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. You know, uh, I'm sure all of you have had this experience at one point or other, dealing with completely and hopelessly brain-dead people. It's pretty uh, disturbing, guys. Very disheartening. It's great when you talk to somebody who's open-minded. It's really good when you talk to somebody who's already awake and they get it. That's great when you run into those people. Um, but even better than that is when you run into people that aren't awake but are open-minded. That's very encouraging, you know, because you know, wow, I'm reaching them. I'm, I'm getting them to think, you know, they're going to look into it, and, and it's just a matter of time. They're going to fully not only get it but hopefully be out there trying to wake others up. But when you run into the clinically brain dead, oh, my God, it's unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. There's no hope. There's no hope for people like that. And unfortunately, uh, <laughs> it looks like they are not only in the minor, uh, the majority. They're, they're always going to be, guys. They're always going to be. It's never going to change. The asses, uh, yeah, the masses have always been asses, always have been, always will be. Uh, we can just hope that we can reach, you know, well, as many as can be reached. We hope we can get all the ones who are willing, you know, to, to take a look and reach them in time before they get that goddamn jab. There's already been a good many who have found out the hard way. Not just about the jab, though. I mean, you know, just, just talk with people in general, just about what's going on in the world right now. The, the whole COVID frickin' narrative being the complete bullshit that it is. Wow. When you run into someone with their head up their ass, it, it's just astonishing to see how not only ignorant they are, but unwilling to even listen to common sense reasoning. There's no capacity at all for them to think critically, analytically. I had the privilege and the honor of running into some of them this week. Oh. It's disgusting, man. Disgusting. That they sing the praises of the very swine balls that want to poison them. They can't wait to get that poison jabbed into their arm, coursing through their veins, winding up in their brains. Well, you know, they're so brain dead already. I guess it won't matter if they become a little more brain dead, will it? Anyway, I also wanted to mention uh, a listener got in touch with me the other day. Uh, and uh, he's down in Georgia. His name is uh, Kevin Renard. And uh, he told me to give out his uh, email address if you guys want to get in touch with him. He sent me um, some pictures of some T-shirts that he's been making and even masks, uh, you know, masks suck ass and uh, who the hell wants to wear them. But for those that actually do wear them, there's some cases where you, you can't get around it. You just, you, you can't go shopping. I know you can't here. You cannot go shopping anywhere 
in this shithole of a state, Massachusetts, you can't go into any store without a mask. I mean, some people do it and they, you know, for whatever reason, they, they don't get hassled uh, for the most part anyway. Uh, maybe, you know, when they go to check out, they will. They, they probably won't check you out if you don't have a mask. But I have seen people walking throughout the store. I've done it, actually. But you can't get in there. You know, there's people right at the front door. They'll, they'll, they'll bounce you the hell out. They'll call the cops. You know, it's, it's that way pretty much everywhere. Um, so I do bring one with me. I'll have it under my chin. At the last minute before I go into the store, I'll just pull the fucking thing up just to shut them up. And then once I'm in there, you know, especially if there's nobody around, fuck them. I, I take it off. I don't give a shit. I don't take it off. I pull it down, you know, and so it's quickly, easily pulled up over my face if I see some little pussy coming my way that's going to rat me out, you know. But anyways, my point is, for those occasions where you, you do have a mask just to shut people the fuck up, you might as well get a good mask that has a message on it. Uh, you know, calling out COVID as a hoax and, you know, on and on. So this guy has uh, a whole plethora of um, uh, themes to choose from, you know. So if you email him, he'll send you pictures and you can pick the ones you like and, you know, he'll give you the pricing for them. They're very cheap. In fact, he's selling them for, for cost. He's not even looking out to, you know, to make any money. He just wants to get the message out there. Uh, and so all you'd be paying for is just the bare cost for what it cost him to make them. And then, you know, for shipping. So yeah, drop him an email, take a look at his selection. Uh, and, uh, I'm sure you're going to find, you know, several of them, uh, that you're going to want to order either in t-shirt form or in mask form. But, uh, his email is, uh, he's got his last name first here. It's Renard, R-A-Y-N-A-R-D, Kevin, number 88 at gmail.com. So again, that's Renard, R-A-Y-N-A-R-D, and then Kevin, 88, at uh, gmail.com. One more time, Renard, R-A-Y-N-A-R-D, Kevin, 88, at gmail.com. So yeah, just drop an email, and uh, like I said, he'll, uh, you know, tell him you're interested in this t-shirt slash mask, whatever, and uh, he'll send you some pictures, the pricing, you know, whatever, and uh, you might want to pick up several of them, you know, uh, it, it's really good stuff. I was impressed with the, the work that he's done. Anyway, all right, guys. So tonight, uh, I got another fairly short topic. Like I said, right now, I, I really need to stick with uh, notes that are already short or, you know, if I have a lengthy topic I want to cover, I'm going to have to scale the notes down, you know, sucks, but I, I just, can't, um, but I don't want to jinx myself because right now my eyes seem to be doing pretty good. But, um, you know, that's probably going to change about an hour into the show. So um, I'm going to have to cut my notes down from now on to about five or six pages instead of 20, sometimes 30. You know, I just, uh, especially if there's long quotes. I, I can't I can't read long quotes. But anyway, the topic for this evening is pretty interesting. Um, once again, guys, history does repeat itself, especially when uh, you've got the same psychopathic cabal 
controlling major world events from behind the scenes, of course, history is going to repeat itself, right? Century after century, millennia after millennia, they've been the string pullers behind the scenes, uh, manipulating politicians with uh, money that they've stolen from the goy, lining their pockets, getting them to pass laws that favor their interests and screw everybody else. In addition to that, they have engaged from behind the scenes in outrageous criminal activity, not just thievery, mass murder, genocide, civil wars, uprisings, insurrections, you name it. Another one of their favorite tactics, which we're going to be talking about tonight, is killing royal families that have gotten in their way down through the centuries that have been problems for them. And when they've done this, they didn't just kill the king and his wife, the queen. They would kill the entire family, including their children. So we're going to look at a couple very interesting parallel examples of this from history. We'll briefly touch upon a few others, too, but we're going to primarily focus on two major examples of this to show that, yes, history does repeat itself. One example we'll look at is from just about 100 years ago, a little over 100 years ago. And then we're going to look at another one, far more ancient. But you will see the tribe's fingerprints all over both of these instances. One of them is very obvious. We know the tribe was involved. The other one isn't quite so obvious, although if you heard my show, uh, was it was a couple of years back where I talked about the takedown of the civilization by the, by the uh, tribe then this won't come as a surprise. Uh, they did have their hand involved there as well. Don't forget, guys, I did a show, uh, series of shows uh, a year ago in, what, July, August, on the, uh, you know, the close of the Bronze Age and all the civilizations that they took down. And they even came over here in the Americas and took down, you know, Hopewell and the Mississippian culture and the... Uh, the uh, Adena culture, roughly about the same time that they were taking down all of these other Bronze Age civilizations. So, anyway, let's begin by looking at the uh, massacre of the Romanovs, right about the time of the, uh, or, or just after, you know, the Russian Revolution, the following year afterwards. Um, it all occurred at about 1 a.m. on July 17th of 1918 in a fortified mansion in the town of uh, uh, Ekaterinburg uh, in the uh, Ural Mountains. The Romanovs, consisting of the ex-Tsar himself, Nicholas II, along with his wife, Alexandra, uh, their five children and their four remaining servants, as well as their uh, doctor, Eugene uh, uh, Botkin, all of them were woken in the middle of the night by their captors and uh, their Bolshevik captors. And they were told that they needed to hurry up and get dressed because they needed to relocate. The uh, white armies, they were told, 
uh, you know, supported by the current czar, were approaching, and so they needed to escape under the cover of darkness. Um, so, yeah, the family got up, they, they got dressed, uh, and in the background, they could hear some guns firing, so uh, that seemed to lend support to the idea that, okay, yeah, let, let's get dressed. So they, they got dressed, they went downstairs. They gathered in, uh, or they went, uh, actually, they gathered downstairs. I guess there was a secret passageway in the basement that they were going to escape through. Um, so they went into the cellar, and they stood around as if to... Uh, you know, pose for a family portrait. Alexandra, who was sick at the time, asked for a chair so she could sit down until they, uh, you know, waited for the right moment to, to, to leave until everybody was ready, you know. Uh, so Nicholas asked uh, for a chair for her and also for his 13-year-old uh, son, Alexi, who wasn't feeling good uh, himself. So two chairs were brought down. They waited there. Uh, for a short while until suddenly 11 or 12 heavily armed men filed uh, ominously into the room. What happened next, of course, shocked the world. A 300-year imperial dynasty suddenly and shockingly came to an end. The entire family was murdered right there on the spot, either shot to death or bayoneted to death mercilessly and without any regard to age or sex, the entire royal family, along with their entourage, you know, servants and the, the doctor, all of them was slaughtered right there. Horrible, guys. It wasn't quick and painless. Well, for some of it, for some of them, maybe, you know, that were shot, but for others, they were bayoneted. Can you imagine the gore, the bloody scene? And who was behind this? Why? The tribe, of course, the Bolsheviks, the same Jews that orchestrated the Russian Revolution uh, less than a year earlier. On November 30th, 2017, breaking Israel news reported, quote, in an absurd uh, continuation of age-old blood libels, the Russian Orthodox Church is pushing onward, claiming that Nicholas Romanov uh, II, the last czar of Russia, and his family were killed in 1918 as part of a Jewish ritual murder. <laughs> Imagine the audacity of the Russian Orthodox Church to make such a claim, when in fact, that is exactly what killed them. It was Jewish blood libel, a centuries-old little game of theirs resurrected into the 20th century, guys. And, of course, it was totally in keeping with ancient Hebrew tradition of mercil mercilessly shedding innocent blood stemming from the Bible itself, guys. Let's look at some examples of this. For example, Yahweh is quoted as having said the following uh, uh, statements from the following biblical passages. This first one is 1 Samuel 15, 3. He says, now go and attack the Amalekites and totally destroy 
all that belongs to them. Do not spare them. Put to death men and women, children and infants, cattle and sheep, camels and donkeys. Kill everything that breathes. Yahweh didn't care if they were young infants, little children, pregnant women. It didn't matter. Even the livestock kill everything that moves and breathes. This is an old tribal tradition, isn't it? Show mercy to none. The Bible actually says that on numerous, or I should say Yahweh is quoted as saying that on numerous occasions throughout the Old Testament. Show mercy to none. Here's another passage along this line. This is 1 Kings 21-29. Have you noticed how Ahab, King Ahab, has humbled himself before me? Because he has humbled himself, I will not bring this disaster upon him this day, but I will bring it on his house in the days of his sons. Imagine that. He decided to kiss my ass at the last minute, so I'm not going to bring disaster upon him, but I'm still pissed at him for what he did in the past. So I'm going to bring the disaster that I was planning on bringing on his head, on his son and his son's household later on. What a psychopath, guys. But isn't this God of theirs right in line with their own psychopathy? Absolutely. Some would argue that they're mimicking their God. Others will argue that they invented their God and gave him traits that they have. Well, you know what? It really doesn't matter which came first, the chicken or the egg, does it? Because the chicken and the egg are both corrupt and they both do and say the same type of shit. The point is, this shows how far back this mentality goes, doesn't it? They've always been this way. Their idea of vengeance, and you can't even apply the word vengeance here, because vengeance is something that you engage in when wrongs are done to you. When they engage in what they call vengeance, it's not because wrongs were done to them. They're the ones that do the wrongs themselves. Their vengeance is striking at those who have stood up to them or have gotten in their way to prevent them from getting away with their crimes or to try to bring them to justice. That's what they call vengeance. But again, it's not vengeance. It's psychopathy. Striking back at those who dare stand up to their criminality and try to put a stop to them. We're even told in the not-so-holy book of a king and his entire family, just like what happened with the Romanovs, guys. A king and his entire family being slaughtered. Listen to what we have here in 2 Kings 10, verse 11. So Jehu killed everyone uh, in Jezreel uh, who maintained the house of King Ahab. Everyone in the house and who maintained the house of King Ahab, it says, was killed as well as his uh, his great men, 
and close friends and priests. Everyone associated with this king was slaughtered. Not only his house, his whole household, his family, his friends, his priests. Doesn't that sound like the Romanovs? Their servants, their doctor. Guys, do you not see the parallels? Here's another uh, couple passages like this. This one is uh, 1 Kings 16, uh, verse 11. It says, Behold, I, Yahweh, will bring evil upon the house of King uh, Jeroboam. He will bring evil upon who? Upon the house of Jeroboam, the entire household of Jeroboam, his whole family. Behold, I, Yahweh, will take away the posterity of King Basha of Israel and the posterity of his house. Here Yahweh is saying he's going to take this king out and his posterity, the posterity of his entire house, all of his offspring, all of his associates, everyone, so that nobody will get the throne who was associated with this king and wanted to carry on this king's legacy. You get it? That's what went on with the Romanovs, guys. They killed the entire family, even the kids. It didn't matter. Everyone related to and associated with the Romanovs, they hadn't already been killed. They were murdered mercilessly, uh, uh, indiscriminately. All of them were slaughtered. It didn't matter that neither they nor anyone associated with them ever did anything personally to them. It's what they represented. You could be a threat. We don't want any threat to our power. That's what COVID-19 is all about, guys. Destroying small businesses, people minding their business, just trying to earn a living. That is a problem for them. They don't want you to be independent and be able to earn a living without them controlling you and monopolizing you. They want to destroy your businesses. So they invented this phony bullshit fake fucking scandemic so they could use it as a cover for accomplishing the very same, to destroy your livelihood, your ability to earn a livable wage for yourself. They want you to be locked into their coming cashless society system. So you'll only be able to buy groceries and other much needed living uh, uh, commodities if you're totally locked into their system and compliant to their every demand. But check it out, guys. We saw it with the Romanoffs, right? And now we see that this mentality, this psychopathic, homicidal mentality goes back to ancient times. It stems right from the pages of the Bible itself. With all this in mind, let's look at another example of this, which we know about through archaeological excavations. The mine, oh, well, we gotta wait for that to burn. All right, guys, we're going to start back.
for money, government, media, and academia. Repeat. Jews are poor. The government and media are anti-Semitic. Hola, you've just heard chosen, one of the oldest languages known to ape. Try another. Mayenta is fat, ugly, and Sephardi. My wife is beautiful, intelligent, and spiritual. Good job. We have chosen learning pods in synagogues, lodges, even selected pizza restaurants. Learn chosen and stay ahead. Vaccines are safe. The Holocaust was real. <laughs> so fluent, so chosen. Fees, obligations, and genital mutilation apply. guys welcome back this show is uh, basically an addendum to the uh, show i did a while back about the same time as i talked about the takedown of the you know the bronze age civilization when i talked about the takedown of the mayan civilization just to recap uh you know i talked about how there was a king who was invading other mayan cities and he was hated around the mayan empire uh, he was a foreigner, and his name was Curl Nose. Isn't that interesting? A foreign king whose name was Curl Nose. <laughs> Don't forget, guys, there's loads of evidence of tribal infiltration into the Mayan civilization. I've talked about this before. Um, you know, they have found actually, uh, there's several, uh, Hebrew loan words in the Mayan language. Not only are they phonetically very similar, but their meanings are similar as well. What are the chances of that? How about, uh, next to nil? That... You know, parallel words are not only similar in phonetic sound, but also in the, in their meanings. There have also been, um, oh, Jesus, there's the Popol Vuh, which is the ancient holy book of the Kishimaya of Guatemala. It's the only ancient Mayan text that was translated, uh, you know, into Spanish at the time of the conquistadors, before they wiped out all the, the, the Mayan texts. Uh, so, you know, it's a pre-Columbian text. It wasn't altered or flavored with anything that was brought over from Europe. And 
one of the stories in there describes uh, an ancient rebellion against the gods where the ancestors of the Maya had built a great tower to the heavens. And as a result of this, the gods got angry and they confounded their single language that they spoke by introducing a, a multiplicity of languages, you know, that confused the, the people so they couldn't uh, band together and build another tower. Where, where the hell do you think they got that story from? Uh, there's a famous Mayan plaque called the uh, phylactery stella. It depicts a Mayan priest wearing phylacteries around his wrist. They're tied around the wrist, around the thumb, exactly the way that the tribe wears the phylacteries. He also has one around his forehead with what looks like a little leather bag hanging from it, which is, again, how phylacteries are worn. They're worn around the, you know, the wrist, wound around the wrist several times and around the thumb, and they're also worn around the forehead with a little leather bag containing, you know, strips of, of paper or parchment with uh, scriptures or prayers written on them, whatever. And hence, they call it the phylactery stella because it looks, it, it doesn't just look exactly like, it is exactly like uh, the tribe's, you know, phylacteries that they wear. Those are just a few examples. Oh, oh uh, they have also found um, Star of David symbols uh, in two places. Uh, one is Copan, a Mayan city, and another one is, uh, uh, I think it's Palenque, uh, where King Pakal had reigned. They also found uh, a Star of David symbol there. I mean, it just goes on and on. There's no question, um, you know, I mentioned some Mayan works of art. Uh, depict paintings of, um, you know, either on temple walls or, or Mayan plates, you know, pottery, paintings of multicultural scenes, people with white skin, dark skin, uh, red skin, there's even one with a yellow uh, colored skin, showing, again, obviously a multicultural scene. That's evidence of the tribe there, isn't it, too? Uh, you know, trying to create a multicultural society. That's what happened in Egypt with the, the Hyksos, right? The Ipura Papyrus talks about that. I walk the streets of my city and scarcely do I find anyone who speaks Egyptian. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, with all that in mind, you know, I, I talked about the Mayan takedown and it, it shows all the classic fingerprints of the tribe having been involved there this is one of the most heavily debated topics amongst Mayan specialists, you know, anthropologists, historians, archaeologists. What caused the end of the Mayan civilization? It just suddenly stopped. They disappeared. They just dropped everything and moved away. What happened? They collapsed their society, guys. I talked about this already, but uh, let me now, with that context, enter into this discussion because this particular discovery that was made at the Mayan city of uh, Canquen uh, in Guatemala shows exactly the same type of thing we just read about, uh, you know, what happened to the Romanovs and, and, you know, what we read about from several Old Testament uh, kings. This city collapsed 
around 800 AD. And the collapse of this city seems to have been, uh, have coincided with a tragic event that occurred with the king there and his family. At this site were found thousands of human bones representing scores of people uh, which had exhibited signs of uh, mass uh, and brutal slaughter. They were slaughtered all at once and in a most brutal fashion. Uh, but they did not receive a proper burial. Their bones were haphazardly dumped into this burial pit. So it's obvious that the murderers were the ones that buried them. They weren't buried by people that cared about them, that loved them, right? Their, their murderers are, are the ones who buried them. They quickly killed them just like, you know, with the Romanovs and just haphazardly dumped their bodies. No question they were royals. They were decked up in royal regalia. Uh, you know, for example, they were loaded with uh, very exquisite jade carved uh, jade, you know, amulets and whatnot that they wore around their neck. That right there is a symbol of royalty. Uh, and yet they weren't given not only a, a respectable burial, they weren't given a royal burial. They were royal figures decked out in royal regalia, but they weren't given a, you know, a royal burial. They were just dumped haphazardly in this pit. They were killed uh, all at the same time, and then, again, dumped into uh, uh, what is now, you know, a, a mucky swamp. It was just a, a big pit that was dumped. And over time, it just turned into this mucky swamp. At first, it was thought that uh, these were victims, you know, of a mass sacrifice. But then they realized, no, wait a minute, this is a royal family. Uh, they wouldn't have sacrificed, you know, the royal family. All the bones were found to have gouges in them, indicating that they were struck with, you know, blunt objects, axes and, you know, uh, obsidian blades and whatnot. Um, anyway, so obviously it was a royal family. The victims were both men and women, as well as children, and even some infants. Some of them were babies. One of them was a boy, estimated to be about eight years old, and the way he died was, they could tell by cuts in the bone of the lower jaw, uh, his head was pulled back by the hair, and they rammed a knife into his jaw. So it went up into his mouth and then through the roof of his mouth into, into the brain. A horrible, hideous, bloody way to die, especially for a freaking child. This is classic tribalism for you guys. This is the tribe. This is how the Jews have always killed royal family members. It's how they killed the Romanovs. No respect to age or sex. The Romanovs were both shot and bayoneted. And so was this royal Mayan family. Guys, the parallels here are striking. Once you realize that the tribe was involved in the takedown of the Maya, well, here you go. It turns out that this city uh, was, was, you know, attacked 
right at the time of the collapse of the Maya. In fact, they now believe that this city, uh, located in modern-day Guatemala, was the epicenter of trade for the Mayan civilization at the time. So doesn't that make sense? They would want to kill that king who probably was, uh, you know, trying to stop their shenanigans uh, that they engage in everywhere they go and always have, uh, uh, you know, trying to monopolize trade and hijack trade like they did with the Phoenicians, right? This king obviously uh, must have tried to stop them and so he had to go, not just him, but his entire family, including women, children, and babies. Babies. Oh, their fingerprints are all the hell over this one. Anyway. Um, the leader of the city at the time of the massacre was named Khan uh, Kandmash. And uh, he had been in power for about 40 years. So, you know, he was probably at least 50, 60 years old. Um, you know, kings came into power just like in Egypt, you know, ancient Egypt, uh, sometimes 10 years old, 20 years old. Um, so, yeah, he, he was considered a very elderly man uh, at, at this time when he was murdered, him and his family. Uh, let's see. I guess that pretty much covers it. I just wanted to see if, um, oh, I said eight years old, he, uh, 10. He was 10, I guess. Well, whatever, still a young kid. Um, yeah, I guess essentially that covers the, the details, guys. But um, yeah, I'm just looking, scrolling through and making sure I'm not skipping anything because I kind of went ahead of myself. Yeah, yeah. I reviewed the notes today, so I pretty much went through this from memory. Turns out, guys, uh, my eyes are already giving me trouble, and we're not even halfway through the show yet. I'm, I'm, it's, it's getting bad, and I'm hitting, hitting this with everything. I mean, I'm taking herbs. I'm taking, uh, I got a whole shitload of things here that listeners have recommended. I got vitamins. I got, uh, uh, you name it. I, I, I'm going to be getting some, you know, some glasses too, special glasses for uh, exercises. I'm hoping that are going to help. Plus, uh, you know, I'm getting some glasses. A listener's helping me out uh, that will filter out blue light on the computer screen. So between all of these things, uh, I'm hoping to make some progress here. But I, it's, it's really bad. This started only just a few months ago. And, man, I, I, you know, I, I've never had good eyesight. I've always, it's always been shitty. But I've never had, you know, problems this bad. Never. Like I said, guys, I don't even read anymore. I love to read. It's my life. But I, I haven't been doing hardly any reading lately. Uh, not researching. I, I don't know. This isn't good. Anyway, that concludes uh, that discussion. Let's get into um, the, uh, the headlines here. Lots and lots of headlines. 
by the way, the, I, I forgot to mention the phone lines, guys. Um, our, uh, the, the, the room is locked again, and I'm probably going to keep it that way for uh, at least another week. I want to make sure that the, um, the rats that have been hanging out in the basement, stinking up the place, uh, have vacated permanently. And if not, we'll just lock the motherfucker down again. But uh, I just, uh, you know. Anyway, let's get into some headlines here. All right. Yeah, let's see. The um Oh yeah, this is interesting. A listener uh told me about this uh today. The new UK uh oh no, yeah, yeah, a, a listener here in the states and then another listener in Britain informed me about something else. I'll get to that later. But uh, yeah, a listener was telling me today that um, the new UK 20-pound note depicts uh, a picture of a tower that's sending out signals. You can see these concentric circles coming out from the top of the tower, right? It's broadcasting a signal, obviously representing a 5G frickin' tower, right? That's spooky enough, but right above it, there's a symbol of what looks exactly like a coronavirus. Are you kidding me? So you've got a 5G tower sending out a signal, and right above that symbol, you've got a picture of a coronavirus. In other words, right in your face, they're, they're laughing at you, telling you that we're broadcasting the coronavirus. We're going to fuck up your health with our 5G that's going to create symptoms that mimic corona. And we'll label you as having tragically contracted corona when all you died from was radiation poisoning. Wow, guys, once again, it reminds me of the old 1984 George Orwell quote that the picture of the future is that of a human face being stomped on by a boot forever. Now we can see exactly what that means, can't we? They're stomping on the human face right now, but they're just getting warmed up. But we can already see how this is going to get more and more and more oppressive, more and more fucked up, more and more crazy. Pushing the poison vaccine, pushing the toxic fucking 5G. Guys, they fully intend to wipe out massive amounts of the population. And you know what? They're going to do it, unfortunately. They're going to do it. And very, very few are ever going to see it for what it is even when you try to tell them. Maybe I should say, in spite of the fact that you try to tell them, I think with a lot of people, guys, whether they think that what you're saying has any merit or not, they're going to resist it because they don't want to fucking hear it. That's really what's going on. 
you ever have a conversation with a dumb schmuck who actually admits that the government is corrupt and that big business runs the show, and yet they'll still call you a conspiracy theorist when you talk about how they're poisoning us with the vaccines and lying to us through the controlled media. They won't admit the media is bullshit. They won't admit the vaccine is poisonous, even though you can clearly show them that it is. They won't admit to it, even though they can admit and do admit that big business runs the government. Are you fucking kidding me? That is a conspiracy. If they're admitting the government is controlled by big money and that the lobbyist groups line our politicians' pockets with fat wads of cash to, to, you know, to, to win them over to their uh, agenda, how in the world in the next breath can they call you a conspiracy nut when they just conceded to the fact that there's a conspiracy? If you admit big business is running the show, that is a conspiracy. Do you see how stupid they are? They can't even understand that the very statement they just made to you is, in fact, a conspiracy. So they're not denying that there's a conspiracy, even though they call you a conspiracy nut. What they are denying, though, is that the conspiracy is much worse than they're willing to admit. But the fact is, if big business is controlling the government, what the fuck do you think they're controlling them for? They want to control them so they can minimize the population, which is much easier to control, a smaller population, much easier to control, and so that they can protect their monopolies into endless perpetuity. And they do that by destroying everybody else's ability to earn a living. They don't want people having independence. They want you employed by one of their companies that they can kick you to the curb anytime that you're not compliant or just shut off your funds when they have their electronic currency introduced. This isn't fucking rocket science here. You don't have to be a genius to see what's going on. All you gotta do is understand how the psychopathic tribal mind works and always has worked. It's simple logic. Greed and the lust for power, and the two go hand in hand, don't they? They always do. Lust for power and lust for more profits always go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. And when you're overtaken by that, and the tribe certainly is, isn't it? That's all they're about. That's all they've ever been about. Once you're cursed with those lusts, you will resort to anything to maintain your monopoly, to secure it and maintain it. You will crush everybody and everything in your path. All you want is mindless drones to do your service, to do your bidding, who don't question anything. They're creating such a society right now before our eyes. And the fact that people can admit that big business runs this government and yet deny that this system is in fact as fucking evil and corrupt as it is, it blows my fucking mind. It's like saying, that criminals just broke into my house, but they only broke in to bring me a pizza. They got masks on. Well, what does that mean anymore? Everybody's fucking wearing masks. But, you know, they got gloves and masks. Uh, They they got a gun in their holster and uh, a knife in their pocket. And, uh, you know, 
but they just did it because they want to bring me a pizza. How nice of them to smash through my window in the middle of the night, touting a gun and a knife, wearing gloves and a mask, just so they could bring me a pizza. That's what these fucking idiots are saying. Oh, yes, yes. They are in bed with the government. They are controlling the government. They are buying everybody off, all our politicians, uh, with their lobbyist groups. But they're not up to anything sinister. <laughs> Woo! Could your brain be any more fucked up than that? Think about it. It's like, you know, back under Georgie Boy Jr. there, uh, when we invaded Iraq, remember that, guys? For the second time. Sure. People, I, I find a lot of people admitting, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we were lied into that war. Yeah, yeah, the whole weapons of mass destruction thing, uh, even the mainstream media couldn't hide that anymore, right? It was admitted, yep, we were lied into that war. But as soon as you brought up 9-11, you're a crazy conspiracy theorist. If you have government leaders that just lied you into a war that has cost more fucking lives than what actually died in New York and in Pennsylvania and in Washington on 9-11, if they're corrupt enough to lie you into a war, how can you fucking possibly say that you're not even slightly open-minded to the possibility that they staged 9-11, which was used as a pretext to get us into that war in the first place. Do you see the mindlessness, the disconnect, the total inability to actually think and reason? It's fucking mind-blowing. It's the same kind of mentality that I, I dealt with, you know, almost 20 years ago with the fucking Iraq war and, and trying to show them 9-11. Now I'm, I'm dealing with, with, with you know, oh, yeah, I, I know big business runs the government. What? what? You're going to have me believe that they want to kill us off and, and destroy our businesses deliberately? They can't deny that they are destroying businesses, guys. They can't deny that millions of businesses already have been permanently shut down. They'll never open again. They'll even admit a lot of these mindless asses that, oh, yeah, I know. I know the elites, uh, you know, the billionaires buddies club. I, I know that they're swooping down and grabbing up these businesses uh, at rock bottom prices. So why can't you believe that they would set this whole thing up in the first place so that they could do this shit, you fucking stupid asses? In fact, if you're able to admit that they're sleazy enough to take advantage of people in a crisis like this so they can fuck them and make money. How could you possibly believe that they wouldn't have the mentality to set this whole criteria up in the first place with a phony fucking pandemic? You see my point? If they're unscrupulous enough to price gouge and fuck people over when they're desperate and in need right now because prices are soaring, they don't have jobs. If you can believe they're that unscrupulous to do this shit now, how can you fucking possibly say that they wouldn't have the lack of scruples enough to stage the phony crisis to set this whole criteria up to begin? Did you, did you see what I'm saying? People are fucked in the head. All right, enough of that. I just had to let some steam out, guys. I, I oh, I just want to take people's fucking heads and slam them into the wall. How can you be so mentally inept?
to lack the ability to think critically and analytically. That's what makes the difference between humans and beasts of the field who only know how to follow one another off the edge of the cliff, following the next sheep off the cliff, which is why you need a shepherd to guard the sheep because they're that fucking stupid. Sheep are stupid. Not all animals. A lot of intelligent animals out there, but sheep are very fucking stupid. And you know what? A lot of people today have no more intelligence than sheep. You hear about wolves in sheep's clothing? We have sheep in people clothing. No thought involved whatsoever. It doesn't even cross their mind that there could be something else going on behind the scenes with this fucking scamdemic. There could be another agenda for what the controlled media is talking about. No, doesn't even cross their mind. And they won't allow you to assist them to have it cross their mind. All right, guys, feel great. Be right back. Now come with our patented Rabbi Spit Lube Strip. Save money and mutilate your baby at home. Other designs include the Bear Range to shave your back to looking like a child. Or why not try our original razor for cucks who still believe in mass media manipulation. Jewess to son, we'll genocide everyone. Juliet, the best the Goyim can get. Thanks, Juliet. listening to Renegade Broadcasting.
right, guys, welcome back. Well, uh, that blows my theory. I thought locking the room down was going to prevent me from getting bounced out of the uh, the call-in room, but uh, I just got bounced out. I thought it was working because I hadn't had this problem for a while, but uh, nope. I mean, I didn't get bounced out on the phone, but my computer got bounced out. So uh, if you're listening, Kyle, I guess uh, for next week, we, we won't bother with the locking the room. I, it, it didn't resolve the problem. So, yeah, we'll just open up the room next week for calls. Anyway, back to our headlines here. Uh, Fox News had this story um, yesterday. Listen to this, guys. Oh, man, is this classic. Judge rules Broward School District had no responsibility to warn students about Parkland school shooter. Can you imagine that? Did you catch that? This Florida Supreme Court judge, I guess, or whatever, ruled that the school is not liable, not to be held liable, uh, that they were under no legal or moral obligation to warn the students of the Parkland shooter because there was a question of, you know, prior knowledge or whatever. And holy shit. Can you believe this, guys? This reminds me of, um, if you ever read the book uh, Into the Buzzsaw, there's a, a chapter in there on the um, Monsanto uh, um, Oh, what the hell is it? Not Roundup, but um, ah, my mind's skipping me now. A- anyway, one of the many toxins that Monsanto has produced over the years. There were some Fox reporters down in Florida that were trying to blow the lid on this, and uh, they um, they got you know vehemently attacked. The corporate called uh, down in Florida and told the local affiliate there that they were going to cut off funding. Uh, uh, They they were going to shut them down because Monsanto was threatening them that they were going to cut off funding, you know. So they were going to close that Fox branch office or whatever if they didn't fire this reporter. They did. They fired her. And so she became a contributor to uh, this book. She wrote one of the chapters. Anyway, anyway, the reason I brought this up As a result of her trying to get justice down in Florida for getting fired for breaking the story, exposing Monsanto's corruption, right? The Supreme Court judge down there, I wonder if it's the same fucking judge. The Supreme Court judge down there ruled that the media is under no obligation to tell the public the truth. (laughs) And so here you got something very, very similar going on here, guys. This judge ruled that the Broward County School, you know, Parkland, uh, was under no obligation, legal or ethical or otherwise, um, to warn the students of the Parkland shooter. Fucking unbelievable, man. So why are our tax dollars funding uh, any of these son of a bitches, right? In government, in, in local, state, federal government, you know, if they don't have any moral obligation to serve the people anymore, what the fuck are we doing paying their fucking salaries then, huh? This is what happens, guys, when the public allows itself to be lulled into a deep, dark sleep. 
This is what happens every time, guys. The moment they think that they got you in a deep enough sleep, like the predators that they are, they'll pounce on you. COVID is the means for the pouncing. Look at they're doing, guys. They're pulling out all the stops. Total amnesty for them, total tyranny for you. You can get in trouble now simply for lying about where you went on vacation. You know, that's the case in Britain right now. That's what this uh, uh, one of my British listeners informed me of today. The health minister in Britain now is calling for a 10-year prison sentence if you lie to the government about where you went on vacation. They want to be able to contact, trace, and arrest your whole family and lock them up for weeks on end. If you lie, if, you know, they're going to investigate now to see if you're telling them the truth. You gotta be fucking kidding. Ten-year prison sentence. Just because you didn't want to, you know, let them know where you went so you won't harass their fucking family. And yet, uh, it's okay uh, if you don't tell students about a shooter so they can get fucking shot up. Uh, it's okay for the media to lie so a big corporation can make fat fucking wads of cash poisoning the public. That's okay, but don't lie to us and not tell us where you went for your holiday. This is what happens, guys. Every single time when people get lulled into a false sense of security and start trusting the very people that they should have the least trust for, their government. Governments have always fucked their people. The only time they don't fuck you is when you're paying attention. But the moment they can distract you and lull you into that fucking fairyland where you think you can trust them, that's when they ream you real fucking good. And if they're really good at it, they'll have you convinced that the ream job you're getting is just... uh a jiffy lube. It's all in your best interest. We want to make sure you're running at optimal uh, performance here. That's what they're doing with COVID, right? All of these measures, it's all about you. Can't you see that? That's why we have to punish you to get you to comply because we care about you so much. We obviously care more about you than you do. You're too ignorant to understand what's in your best interest, so we have to force these measures on you because we love you so much. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. They want you to get that vaccine because they care about you so much. A vaccine which they admit isn't even a vaccine. Not that any of their vaccines are actually fucking vaccines. None of their shit does what they claim it does, but it doesn't matter, guys. This thing is admitted to not even be a vaccine. Fauci himself said that this son of a bitch, uh, at best, will just suppress symptoms, but it won't stop you from contracting. Oh, you bet your ass it won't stop you from contracting, because many people who have gotten the shot have gotten sick after getting the fucking shot. It's giving you the thing it's claiming to fucking immune you from, immunize you from. Oh, my Jesus, H. 
Christ. It's also destroying your immune system, creating autoimmune problems to ensure you get sick with whatever comes down the fucking pike, which they can conveniently label later uh, as COVID. Not long after fucking Fauci made that comment, right, about how, you know, this isn't a vaccine. It's, it's, it's just to prevent symptoms, but not prevent the contraction of the fucking thing. He turns around and says, oh, you better get the second shot, because if you don't, uh, it, it's going to help contribute to new strains of the virus uh, developing. That's the latest bullshit now to con saps into getting a second fucking jab. They care about you so much. They want you to have two jabs. Two's better than one, as they say. Yeah. Have twice the amount of toxins, twice the amount of uh, nanobot fucking gene-altering fucking bullshit, twice as much uh, uh, mercury, twice as much uh, aluminum, twice as much uh, borax, Twice as much formaldehyde, twice as much aborted fetal tissue. Wow, wow, wow. Just a year ago at this time, COVID was still something off in the distance. It was heard of, but, you know, it wasn't seen as something that was going to be a big problem. Certainly not here, right? Not yet. A year ago, would you have believed that we'd be where we're at right now? You see how easy it is to turn an entire fucking civilization upside down? The whole fucking planet, guys. And it didn't come about because of the ingenious ingenuity of psychopaths at the top of the the fucking chain. No. That's not how this came about. There's nothing ingenious about this, actually. It's fucking stupid, childish bullshit is what it is. It's working only because the population is comprised mostly of mindless fucking fools. Mindless fucking idiots. That don't even know how to wipe their ass. Anyway, back to our headlines here. The website of uh, St. Louis Public Radio carried this article on uh, February 4th. Uh, Missouri House passes measure uh, prohibiting endorsement of federal gun laws. Well, hey, good for them. That's awesome. And you know why? They see what's coming down the pike. They see Mr. Executive Order over there, Mr. Unelected himself, has been passing a fucking slew of executive orders. Left, right, up, down, back, front. It's unbelievable, guys. No president has ever passed this many executive orders in such a short time. He may, in fact, have set an all-time record across the boards in just the past couple of weeks passing more executive orders than perhaps any president ever in their entire whole term. And he's just getting started. 
Anyway. Uh, ENG.LSM.LV had this headline on February 3rd. 43% of uh, Latvian uh, residents believe, quote, secret groups run the world. The Latvians are aware of that. Isn't it interesting, guys, that third world countries, well, yeah, I guess Latvia is, would be considered third world. Isn't it interesting that a small, you know, run-of-the-mill average uh, uh, footnote country, if you will, I'm not trying to denigrate the Latvians, but, you know, that's not a major country, right? But isn't it interesting that a small country like that, I believe they're third world, uh, has much more common sense than the so-called leader of the world, <laughs> This first world country, which is becoming a third world country, in case you haven't noticed, but nevertheless, you know, America has always prided itself as being so educated, so well informed. We're such an advanced civilization. And yet the bulk of its population is completely fucking clueless. And yet Latvia clearly can see that a secret, uh, a group, a set of secret groups runs the world, putting us to shame. Yeah, absolutely. They got that fucking absolutely right. You better believe it. The Jewish Telegraph Agency reported on uh, February 2nd, Biden official says administration accepts international Holocaust group's definition of anti-Semitism their definition. The Biden administration, uh, it says, endorses a definition of anti-Semitism that has sparked controversy because it includes some forms of harsh criticism of Israel. That's anti-Semitism, to criticize Israel which needs to be criticized, the mass murdering fucking sleazy bitch government of Israel, guys, needs to be criticized. It's fucking homicidal. Amongst all the other criminal activities it's engaged in, but just on that basis alone, guys, the mass murdering of Palestinians on a, de- on a daily fucking basis, now under the new unelected imperial majesty, uh, you apparently now are going to be labeled anti-Semitic, just for questioning the mass murdering policy of the Israeli government. Land of the free. Yeah, right. Gee, what are we supposed to tell our servicemen when we shake their hands now? Thank you for uh, uh, defending uh, uh, what is it again? Our uh, uh, freedom to uh, wipe our ass. Uh, I think we can still do that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for defending my freedom to, to wipe my ass for now. Anyway, uh, maybe I won't be able to wipe it tomorrow, but uh, at least I, I can still wipe it today. I, I don't know what other freedoms we have. Uh, oh, oh, we're free to watch the evening news and believe whatever it says. We have that freedom. Oh, yes, we can be thankful for that. Thanks for fighting for that freedom. 
Jesus H. Christ Almighty, man. Gateway Pundit reported on uh, February 3rd. Former CIA counterinsurgency officer urges U.S. government to use war tactics against uh, domestic extremists like those who uh, started the riots, you know, in the Capitol. Use war tactics. Oh, look what they're doing here, guys. Look what they're doing. Look what they're doing. Fox News uh, reported on February 5th. uh, Gun control bill from Representative uh, Sheila Jackson Lee would create National Firearm Registry and require licensing. Oh, they're whipping that one into high gear. We can certainly bargain on that coming out of this administration. The final end of the Second Amendment, guys. Oh, yeah. And the fucking liberal, stupid, mindless dumbasses are going to cheer that one on, as always. Uh, FinExtra.com had this article uh, February 2nd. 2021 predictions, cashless society, uh, auto pay systems fueled by artificial intelligence and new digital banking standards. They're predicting that for this year, guys, cashless society. Auto pay using AI, artificial intelligence. You won't be dealing with people at all anymore, guys. More and more now. You go to the store, you see in the uh, the automatic, you know, fucking tellers. And uh, it's not just about saving money. It's about spying on you digitally, electronically, watching your every move, monitoring everything you buy. Pretty soon, you won't even have your little bank card anymore. You'll just swipe your wrist or your arm where you got your vaccination, and uh, you'll pay that way. If, in fact, you have any digital credit supplied to your account because you got the vaccine, if you're fucking mindless enough to get it, That is going to be the determining factor right there, guys. Not just that you have a chip, but that you have gotten the vaccine, you see. That's where that's going. And it's probably going to happen under this son of a bitch. Uh, Let's see. In addition to the British health minister, what's his name, Uh, Matt Hancock, you know, calling for 10-year prison sentence if you don't tell him where you went on vacation. He's also uh, pushing now for, you know, 14-day quarantining of anyone who travels uh, to Britain from outside the, the, you know, the country. Canada has been doing that already. Are we going to have that shit in this country? Uh, Oh, I'm sure. 
I'm sure. I'm sure the new emperor uh, has that on his checklist. Somebody sent me an interesting video this week. Um, somebody took some uh, material from a fresh box of, um, you know, COVID test swabs. By the way, uh, if you're listening, Steph, I'd like to know if you ever found anything. Remember, Steph had called in and said that she had gotten a hold of a box of the test swabs. She was going to have them looked at, see if she noticed anything unusual. But uh, somebody had done that already on this uh, video. I don't know. I can't remember if it was YouTube or whatever, but they, they put it under a microscope. And sure enough, guys, they, they compared it with a common Q-tip swab made of cotton and it doesn't look the same at all you know the cotton fibers are very very short but the fibers that were pulling off of the the uh, covid test swab were very long and wiry it's not cotton it's something else um and so this becomes all the more scary when you consider guys that there are now three at least three that this video I watched pointed out, two from AT&T, and then another one from, uh, uh, let's see. Who the hell was the third one now? I think it was, uh, oh yeah, yeah, of course, naturally, Microsoft. Yep, Microsoft was the third one. So there's a total of three patents out now, and if you want, just request that I'll send you that you can read all the quotes. You know, I, I have a quote out here, but my eyes are not cooperating, so I, I can't even read these fucking quotes. It sucks. But, you know, I'll just summarize it. In, in a nutshell, these patents describe uh, a technology for injecting nanoparticles into the body that can be used for business transaction purposes. Uh, that won't be able to be hacked into by, you know, outside uh, hackers. Um, so information will be contained on these nano chips that people will have in this system. And when they get scanned by an infrared scanner, it will determine, you know, how many uh, credits they have in their account and, uh, you know, to see if they're able to purchase whatever they're purchasing. There are three patents out, but guys, what, what's so unique about this is it mentions nanoparticles. Uh, and it doesn't even say injected. It just says nanoparticles uh, incorporated into the body. Well, when you realize that these frickin' COVID test swabs do, in fact, have nanoparticles, guys, guess what? You don't even need the vaccine. If you've been getting these COVID swab tests, apparently uh, that's one of the agendas behind this, not only to fuck you up by jamming that son of a bitch so far up your nose that it fucks up your cariboform plate and thus uh, causes brain hemorrhaging, but as they put it up your nose, they turn it. And as they turn it against your cariboform plate, which is highly porous, nanoparticles are going to scrape off and go into the... the uh, 
the, the porous holes of the cariboform plate, especially with you inhaling, right? You're going to suck those particles that were scraped off onto your cariboform plate into your fucking brain, guys. They're putting nanoparticles in your brain. And then when you look at these three patents put out by AT&T and Microsoft, Billy Boy Gates' Microsoft, when you see, uh, I, I wish I could read these quotes because they'll make your hair stand on end. So like I said, if you want, email me, I'll send you these quotes. Um, and it's got, you know, the number of the patents, so you can look these up. These are official U.S. patents, you know, registered the patent office. You can look them up online. Uh, it, it'll make your hair stand on end because it's calling for the use of these nanoparticles to be incorporated into the human body for tracking and fucking tracing and to uh, assist with, you know, purchases, monitoring of purchases. It says it all here. Not only are they pushing you to get the vax because they want to fucking poison you, but they're really pushing the testing and have been all along, haven't they? Why? Why? Oh, I remember. I know why they're pushing it. Because they care so much about your health. That's why. <laughs> right. Sure they do. Oh, they don't just want you vaxxed, baby. They want that swab up your fucking nose or up your ass. If I tell you live in the China, but just the way that they'll probably bring that over here soon too. Yeah, yeah, they'll probably be sticking the new swab that you have. Alright guys, let's go straight back. Professing Jew to be elected to the United States Senate, Judah. See how efficiently he ran his sugarcane plantation with 140 slaves, Judah. Imagine his courage as he resigned from the United States Senate to serve as Secretary General, Secretary of War, and later as Secretary of State for the Confederacy. His image is on Confederate money, Judah. Watch as Jews help in a spectacular escape after the war ended, and enjoy how the Rothschild dynasty rewarded the first Jew in the U.S. Senate for protecting their financial investment in the African slave industry and effort to destroy the United States. Judah, coming this fall.
All right, guys, welcome back. But, uh, oh, I, I can't stress it enough, guys. This is major shit here. Yeah. This is major shit. They're, uh, oh, they, they thought this out very well, didn't they? Way ahead of time. They had it all planned, all ready to go. Had all the swabs doused with their nanoparticle shit. Had all the vaccine vials ready to go. Oh, yes, they had those vaccine fucking shit things ready long before COVID uh, ever came out, guys. You can bet your ass. You can bet your ass. And it was never intended as a, quote, vaccine. Well, none of their vaccines are, quote, vaccines by, by definition, you know, what they claim they're supposed to be. But certainly not this one. It was never intended. It has nothing to do with immunization. Nothing. Nothing. It's to poison and get rid of a good deal of the population and to control the rest, guys. It's the perfect fucking scam. Very transparent, but only for those that actually know how to think. That used to be a common thing years ago, which is why they had the expression common sense, remember? Not anymore. No, it's not common. Like George Carlin used to say, I do this really moronic thing called thinking. It has become moronic because morons don't do it, don't know how to do it. And they're a dime a dozen today. Anyway, anyway. Back to the headlines here. USA Today reported on uh, February 5th, mask violations uh, on planes, trains, and buses uh, could result in fines up to $1,500. And apparently, guys, apparently, you'll get such a fine if you're caught only wearing one mask. Apparently, you have to wear two now. So what are they going to come up and... and uh, Pull your mask up to see if you have two, or have you pull it up? To, are you fucking kidding me? You gotta be shitting. Already, guys, one mask has been shown to significantly reduce oxygen intake below the required or the or the, or the minimum nineteen point five, right? And don't forget, nineteen point five is the bare minimum. You should be getting about twenty three percent oxygen. Uh, but these drop you well below 19.5, just the single mask. But now the double? Like I said, guys, every single thing they're telling you to do is not only the opposite of what you should be doing if there was a real pandemic and you wanted to protect yourself from it, right? But none of it is even healthy. It's not only not beneficial, it's not fucking healthy. Everything they're doing is designed to fuck your health up to ensure you get sick or even die. Fuck them and their bullshit. New York Times reported February 5th. Uh, it's, oh yeah, here's a good one. It's time to trust China's and the Russia's vaccines, time to trust China. You, you see what they're saying here? Oh, I guess there's so many problems with ours. Uh, you, you need to start turning to them now. 
Are you freaking kidding me? They'll probably have a vaccine exchange program. Uh, we'll give you ours, and you give us yours. Uh, that's always what they do. Remember, guys? Every time that a vaccine got exposed here as being toxic and people grows up enough that they, they realize, okay, we can't use it on them anymore. What did they do? Realizing that it really is poisonous? Did they uh, recall them and fucking scrap them? No. Oh, they do that, you know, with fucking tuna fish or, uh, uh, you know, fucking rice aroni or something. But vaccines? Oh, no. No, no. They just send them overseas and continue to use them there. I cite numerous examples of that, you know, in my vax file, which was recently updated, by the way. Um, uh, oh, I forgot his name now, the guy that did it way back, you know, in like, I don't know, September or something. Uh, it, you know, it was posted on, um, uh, you know, Renegade Tribune. The same guy, geez, I forget his name now. Anyway, he went in and, and uh, I didn't even, you know, want him to do that. I, I told him it wasn't necessary. But anyways, he went ahead and did it anyways. He, he updated it because I, you know, I had revamped the whole file. And so he went through it. He was, he was uh, he put a lot of work into it, guys. So please go to, you know, Renegade Tribune and uh, check out the new VAX file that he updated on there. You know, it's really good. He did a really good job. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, so in there, I, I, I cover a lot of that. You know, I talk about how um, vaccines that were discontinued here wound up, you know, in, in Brazil or some other third world country. The same thing happened in Britain. You know, there was a, one or two vaccines that were discontinued there, and they just shipped them off somewhere else. Same thing uh, up in Canada. They did the same thing there. Fucking unreal. Unfucking believable. Oh, well, we can't poison this population with this one anymore. We'll just poison it over there. With the full knowledge and consent of El Governmente every time. Again, you know, it just blows my mind, guys. There's stuff out there that is known uh, publicly. It's admitted you know, that the government has experimented on parts of the population in the past, doused them with harmful radioactive substances, sprayed them with toxic substances in the ventilation systems of uh, subways. The CIA has done it. The U.S. Army has done it. This has gone on for fucking decades, right? This is admitted. Clinton admitted back in 1996 that 100,000 Americans were experimented on over a period of several decades, you know, with toxic radioactive substances, that it was done at hospitals, major clinics around the country. Uh, he even awarded hundreds of millions of dollars in liabilities for this shit. And people think you can trust these motherfuckers now? The same bastards that have been fucking us over, experimenting on us. Look at the, uh, you know, the Tuskegee event, for example, right? Again, it just blows my fucking mind that people think they can trust these sons of bitches. Remember what uh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson said, guys, last, uh, I don't know, I think it was in March, he was on uh, Chris Colbert's show there. 
and he was asked, you know, his opinion on the COVID thing. And he says, we're looking here at a grand global experiment to see if people will trust their scientists. I was asked that the other day, you know, well, don't you trust the scientists? I said, oh, I trust real scientists who practice real science and have decency and actually care about other people. I trust doctors who are true to their Hippocratic oath, yes. Unfortunately, though, a great many scientists and doctors today don't have scruples, aren't trustworthy, and lie through their rotten teeth because they work for a corrupt system, and they're only interested in pleasing that corrupt system that signs their paychecks and don't give a damn about the public and the public's health. How people don't question officialdom. When, through history, officialdom has almost never been trustworthy. And the main reason for that is, throughout history, officialdom has almost always been run by the tribe. The Hill uh, had this article uh, February 4th. Pentagon mandates masks for all personnel working indoors and outdoors. Did you see uh, the um, goddamn Super Bowl the other day? I, I really don't give a shit. I, I, I would never watch it except if I'm in the company of others, you know. I'll just sit down just because it's a social thing to do, you, you know. But I, I, I would never, I don't even have fucking TV, guys. I, I would never tune into that shit. I could give a crap. It's all fucking fakery anyway, pageantry. But uh, for the few moments that I watched it here and there, you know, I'd come in and out of the room. Uh, what, what a bunch of bullshit. Did you see halftime? Everybody's masked up and practicing social distancing. Oh, isn't that precious? They're setting such a good example for the fucking mindless cattle, aren't they? What a crock of shit. You can bet they don't wear those fuckers off camera. Just like all the prick governors mandating that shit on everybody else, and yet constantly they're being caught engaging in social activities with no distancing and no masks because they know it's bullshit. If they were genuinely concerned and really thought there was a threat to, 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 you know, to human life, they would know that the threat would be to them too, right? God almighty. Anyway, uh, let's see here. Thehindu.com carried this article uh, February 5th. 22 deaths following uh, vaccination according to uh, India's health ministry, 22 deaths. Well, they're following way, falling way behind us. Um, as of Friday, which was, uh, what was that? Um, the fourth, I guess. Yeah, Friday was the fourth. So as of Friday, the day before this, we had 501 deaths here, 501 deaths from the frickin' vaccines, guys, already. And that's just from the CDC. <laughs> you can bet it's more than that. It's probably 10 times more than that, but it doesn't matter. Even 500, even one. 
it still amounts to a game of Russian roulette. But that pales in comparison. Well, I don't want to say pales because death is more serious than. Well, I don't know. Depends how you look at it. Is death more serious than than, than serious adverse reactions? I don't know. Maybe the the, the ones who died are the lucky ones. I, I don't know. But anyway, uh, the the. The adverse reactions are nothing to sneeze at either, guys. They're very fucking serious. Is it really any better to live if you've got to live with permanent disabilities now when your fucking muscles are constantly shaking, you can't control your movements? That's, you could argue that's a fate worse than death. And those kind of things have totaled to over 10,000. This is how you deal with these fucking assholes that play these, stupid kiss-ass, suck-up, mindless drone games of not questioning anything. Show them some of these articles and then ask them, hey, would you like to play a game of Russian roulette with me? I'm serious. I got a gun right upstairs. Talk, talk like you mean it. It, it. It's fun. It's the new trend. It's trending on the internet. Haven't you seen it? Yeah. All I'll do is I'll just put one bullet in the barrel, spin it around randomly, and then we'll take turns passing the gun back and forth. What are you afraid of? I, what a pussy you are. Are you a conspiracy theorist? Your chances of survival are pretty high. You've got a six in one chance of dying. Big deal. That's what they're doing with the vaccine, guys. It might not be six in one, at least not right away anyway, but doesn't matter. Spin the barrel. Let's take a chance. When in fact, According to their own statistics, the COVID plague has a survival rate of 98.5% for those under 60 years of age. 98.5. And it isn't that much worse for those over 60, by the way. Even up to 90 years old, the survival rate is still 0.00 something. Did you know that? There have been many seniors that have got it and, and, and have been fine, just like the common flu. Jesus, I'm sure that's all it is of the common flu, but you know what I'm saying. Clearly, guys, something is out there, though, because I've talked with, you know, enough people who said that it knocked the shit out of them. Uh, unlike anything they've ever had before, they have lost their taste, uh, you know, for days, weeks on end. That's not typical for the common flu. And we know they made the fucking thing in the lab, right? So something is going around. But so what? So what? My guess is the damn thing turned out to be nowhere near as deadly as they designed it to be. That's what I think. And even if there are new strains, it's still not deadly like they claim. How could it be? You'd be seeing, everybody would know at least 20 people that have died from it. Did you know that? That's what a fucking pandemic is. Everybody would know at least 20 people that have died. I personally don't know of anybody uh, who uh, knows anybody who has died. Wow. I've heard of two people, but guess what? One of them was very elderly and another one was already sick with half a dozen fucking serious disease. You know what I'm saying? And the common flu would have killed them off. And that's, that could have been what it was. Who knows? But it doesn't matter, guys. It's not a pandemic. It never was. Uh, there's something unusual about what's been going around. Big fucking deal. 
you could argue that every flu season there's been something unique about every single flu. They're not all the same. They always, they all of them affect you in different ways. Uh, but we've never shut down the economy, uh, the entire fucking global economy. No matter how you slice it, guys, it's bullshit. And yet, you still have so many, so incredibly many mindless asses that just go right along with it, don't question it. Oh, it's disgusting, man. Anyway, here's that article I made reference to earlier from uh, uh, childrenshealthdefense.org. 501 deaths plus 10,748 other injuries uh, reported following COVID vaccine, latest CDC data show. There were, there were a, a whole big plethora of websites that covered this, news agencies that covered this, same exact story, same exact wording. So if you just punch this in, just punch in 501 deaths plus sign 10,748 uh, other injuries, you know, just type that in and it'll, it'll come up in a, in, a, in a search. And pick the one that you want to cite, you know, and share it with people. But uh, let, let them see this, guys. Show this to people. This is according to the CDC itself. And like I said, these numbers are, are, are undoubtedly much lower than the actual figures. But it doesn't matter. That's still a significant number, right? 501 people have died in this country in, uh, you know, in just six or seven weeks. And 10,748 have suffered severe reactions from something that they want to force people to take. It's a forced game of Russian roulette. People are not being informed, guys, of the threats to their health, to their life. They're being pressured into taking this that could potentially destroy them in, in so many ways. Literally, figuratively, uh, uh, destroy their mental health, their physical health. Jesus Christ, destroy their immune system. Sterilize them. cause, uh, you know, Bell's palsy, monster syndrome, constant tremoring. Have you seen some of these videos? Oh, my God, it's so fucking disgusting. Two women I I've seen that cannot uh, walk, they can't feed, you know, they can't eat because their hands are constantly shaking. The food shakes off the fork or off the spoon. Yeah, it's fucking unbelievable. It's constant day and night. They can't even uh, fall asleep. They cannot stop their muscles from constantly tremoring, guys. MassLive.com reported on uh, February 5th. Central Massachusetts rabbi dismissed uh, for promoting anti-vaccine and mask views. <laughs> That's interesting. I perked up when I saw that headline the listener had sent me the other day. I didn't even hear about this until he sent this to me. I, I'd like to look this guy up. I wonder if he's real. Could be. Very rare to find a rabbi uh, who's, you know, actually standing up for something decent. 
Although maybe he just wants the Jewish community to be exempt from the vaccines. <laughs> I don't know that he's trying to wake up the general public. But nevertheless, guys, he has been dismissed as a rabbi. If this, if this is actually true, he's been dismissed as a rabbi for expressing anti-vaccine and anti-mask views. Well, what do you know about that? What do you know about that? I'll, I'll give it to him. I'll, I'll be willing to accept the possibility that he might be sincere and legit. Dismissed. Uh, let's see, Phillips, uh, philipschneider.com. That's got to be a tribe name there, but nevertheless, had this article February 1st. Long-term mask use may contribute to advanced stage of lung cancer study finds. How do you like them apples? Well, this ties in with something I pointed out before, you know, about how the, the, there's concern that when you wear, especially the, uh, you know, the, the, the surgical type masks, right? They're made with plastic fibers, guys. And obviously, uh, as you wear them, then they, they, you know, they start to wear out, or I would argue even when they're brand new, they probably does it, but especially, uh, you know, people wear them over and over, they, they'll wash them and reuse them and reuse them. Those fucking things, especially for men, you know, you got this little scruffy on your face there. You rub against it. It's like sandpaper, right? You're going to rub off nanoparticles. You're going to inhale that. That shit gets lodged into your lungs. And once it's in there, you don't expel it. It stays there. It, it gets incorporated into the tissue of your lungs, permanently wedged in there. And it's plastic. It's, it's a toxin, right? So, yeah, now this study showing that extended mask wearing can contribute to lung cancer. There's another blessing to add to the list that's coming out of this COVID fucking horseshit, guys. Ay, ay, ay. Anyway. A listener uh, said that he's going to print this poem out and put it on um, some index cards with the COVID19propaganda.com website on the back. Uh, here's the poem. Remove thy muzzle from thy slumber awake. The germ is a phony. The disease is a fake. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good idea right there, guys, you know. Uh, put something like that on a, on a business card. You, I mean, you can print like a hundred of them for 10 bucks, I think. It's, it's ridiculously cheap. It might You might even get get more uh, for that price. I'm not sure. It depends where you go. But you, you can get a significant amount for, you know, a, a cheap price. You get a poem like this or just make something up yourself, you know. Or just, it doesn't even have to rhyme, you know. Just put a, a little statement on there, I, you know. Are you concerned about? Uh, the COVID vaccines and, and you know, put the COVID19.com, uh, COVID19propaganda.com uh, website on the, on the back or something. Or just get the, you know, go to the website and get the, the, the pamphlets, uh, get a hundred of them for 10 bucks. Anyway, 
Breitbart uh, had this headline on the on January 22nd. Argentina, listen to this. Women stone police officer uh, asking them to wear a mask. <laughs> ah, shit. Looks like the women in Argentina have more testicular fortitude than the men do. They stoned a police officer. And apparently, he wasn't even telling them to put a mask on. He was just asking them. <laughs> and they fucking threw rocks at him. Oh, shit. Uh, you got to love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, you know, you hear stories like that, and it, it, it restores your faith in humanity somewhat. But it seems I'm hearing more and more stories, too many stories of mindless frickin' drones lately. On February 2nd, uh, let's see. The uh, truereporter.com had this headline. Peruvian court rules Bill Gates, George Soros, and Rockefeller family created coronavirus pandemic. Wow, nice. There's another encouraging headline. Uh, Peruvian court, guys. Nice, nice. Once again, how uh, pathetic that third world countries are putting us to shame. We're supposed to have the most prestigious educational establishments, or not the most, but among the most, you know, among the, the, the best in the world, you know. Well, I'll argue they're among the worst, but you know what I'm saying. As far as general dumbass masses are concerned, we have some of the most prestigious educational establishments. And yet we have some of the dumbest asses. Well, that is in fact why, isn't it? But, you know, because of our education system. But nevertheless, guys, a frickin' third world country like Peru, their courts have declared these frickin' elitist pricks as being the masterminds behind. Yeah, well, again, it doesn't take a genius. They're the, the main spokespeople for the thing, pushing, you know, the lockdowns and the mask wearing, the social distancing. And they're also the ones most heavily invested in the medical industry, Bill Gates in particular, right? Absolutely. Good for Peru. Good for their uh, court system over there. Yahoo News reported on uh, January 31st, anti-vaxxers disrupt Dodger Stadium uh, vaccination program. They actually shut down Dodger Stadium because the anti-vaxxer movement was uh, so aggressive there that, you know, They weren't able to get the vaccination program uh, underway. They just couldn't do it. They were too uh, too effective. Nice, guys. Nice. This is exactly what I was talking about. You know, this is what we need to do. I'm supposed to be getting together with Bobby here pretty soon, uh, and we're going to go to several supermarkets in the area. Uh, they call them price trappers that are offering the vaccine, you know, to distribute food. That should be interesting. All right, guys. Have a good rest of the week. We'll catch you uh, Monday night. We'll have open phone lines.
same old commercials on Renegade Broadcasting? Ugh, I have heard this damn Noel Ignatiev clip six million times. I get it already. Well, we need your help to create new, exciting, and enlightening content for our breaks. Find yourself a decent microphone or borrow one from somebody else. Look up some royalty-free music or let us do it for you. Just get creative. Make the commercials 40 seconds long to fit our schedule. Winners will have their commercials played on the air and also receive some great prizes. For more details, please go to renegadebroadcasting.com backslash contest.